Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, my party people. I don't know if you guys party, but you guys are here. We're here for a party. We're here to learn, grow, and expand. So to me, that's a party. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Flip the Switch on Life. I am so excited to dive in today all around how to be a creator of your life. And today we're going to be diving into what it means to be a creator of your life, how to actually take back your power and overcome yourself to become your ideal and higher self. This is such a powerful episode and I'm going to be referencing a lot of Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So whether you are brand new to who he is and the incredible information that he has to offer, or if you are a little seasoned into his work, this is going to be a great refresher for you. And it's also going to be giving you new tips and tools and a good way to really think about how you are showing up for yourself to create and call in your dream life. I want to start with talking about our conditioning and our programming. So if you are new to my podcast or if you have been listening for a little while, I've talked about programming and conditioning. But for those new here, I want to dive a little bit into programming and conditioning. So the way that we have to think about things is that we have already had preset belief systems built into us, if you will. From the time that you were born to up until this point, you believe things in a certain way, right? You see things in your perspective. So in order to change that conditioning or programming or belief system, you need to change how you routinely think and feel each day to start calling in and creating a life that you want to live. So aka being the creator of your life. So let's talk about how we become conditioned and what this conditioning really is. Between the ages of two to six is when we are in a theta brainwave state. So this is also known as the hypnosis state. So when we are in this state, when we are younger, we are absorbing information. So let's go. all that information that we're absorbing is going straight to our subconscious because at that time between two and six, our brain is still developing. So we don't necessarily know how to communicate, right? So we're barely in this conscious state. It's also just a state right before sleeping and just after awakening 
That's why it's called the hypnosis state as well. So if you've ever done hypnosis, if you are ever wondering how hypnosis works, they actually put you into this state. Super crazy how our brain works. It's so interesting. So while we are in this theta state, our mind is capable of deep and profound learning, healing, and growing. So at this age, we are still discovering new things, right? Reality can become a little bit entangled at this age because we just don't necessarily know how to digest emotions intellectually, right? This is just going directly downloaded into our subconscious. So thinking about this in a space of your past experience in your past childhood, um, if you've had anything significant happen in your childhood, it could potentially be between the ages of two and six. Um, So with that being said, that's where we are learning our unconscious patterns, developing limiting beliefs, starting to adopt also other belief systems, which will develop even stronger. So thinking about even the way that your caregivers or your parents believe certain things and asking yourself in this moment, Do I believe anything certain of how my parents believe or act or react to certain things? Do I have any of their characteristics or qualities within me? So that's a really great way to think about our programming and conditioning and our belief system because we've developed it somewhere down the line in our childhood. So something that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about in Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself is learning to be an observer of your mind. And this is something so important. Um, I know I've talked a lot about creating self-awareness, right? Um, One of the five ways you can radically change your mindset right now is becoming more aware of your belief systems, of your patterns and your behaviors and your reactions to certain things. So the biggest thing we have to think about and that he says is that When we revisit familiar thoughts and feelings, we keep creating the same reality. This to me like blew my mind because not that I didn't already know that, but something that you can learn in this book and also of just really thinking about this in the specifics that it is, logically speaking, I guess, is that when we go through a traumatic event let's say a heartbreak for example if we think about that heartbreak we have to start thinking about what is our body doing when you start thinking about your ex maybe you start to get angry your palm your uh, your palms start to sweat um, your heart starts to race and you start to get all these like negative thoughts in your head right and then immediately your state of being completely shifts and you're like maybe in a pissed off mood And I'm sure that we can all relate to that to some capacity of how significant something like that can affect us and then also keep us in that state of being every day, right? So it's like if we've had a breakup six months ago and we're still, quote, quote, not over it, it's because, literally because, we keep revisiting familiar thoughts and creating the same reality You guys, something we have to think about too and understand is that our body, our mind does not know the difference between present or past or future. And it is so challenging 
when you are trying to move through something or again be the creator of your life and think about something above yourself right when you don't have the capacity to do that because all you're doing is reverting your mind to a familiar place and if it's like a negative memory like we just talked about you just keep sitting in that over and over and over again and then you're like how do I move through this how do I heal through this it's it's like I'm living the same day over and it's yes you are because you're actually telling yourself your body is replaying that same event over and over and over again because it just doesn't know the difference and the reason why I'm bringing that up and honing in on that is because if we can start thinking about being a creator of our life of our reality then if that is true, right, if it's true that our body and our mind does not know the difference between a past or a present or a past, present or future event or emotion, then it's the same true as creating a life that we want. We have to think greater than our environment. So if we can put ourselves in a state of being in a past experience, we can definitely put ourselves in a future experience to experience something greater, right? So in order for us to desire change, in order for us to start being observant of what we're feeling and experiencing is to think greater than your environment, your body, and time. So something I want to talk about is We have to think greater than our circumstances. We have to be greater than the feelings that you have memorized in your body to live in a new paradigm, to live in a new reality. So that's what we mean by thinking greater than your environment. So something that I want to say too is that when we want to become an observer of our mind, that doesn't mean to invalidate what we feel or acknowledge from a past experience or even what we're currently feeling. No, it's observing what is going on in our head. It's actually telling ourselves we are not our thoughts. We are not our our emotions. We are not maybe our state of being when we are feeling down or when we are really dramatizing and really honing in on our current situation versus a desirable situation or outcome or lifestyle so when we can observe what we're what we're feeling when we can observe what's going on again coming back to that awareness component that's when we can start changing and we can start reclaiming what we actually want in our lives and how we want to live our life okay so now that we've acknowledged the being observer of our mind I want to talk about change. So in order for us to change, we must have our thoughts on a idealized self, right? Our higher self and becoming our ideal self. So this is something that we have to think about in order to set us up for success in creating our own reality, right? We can't just say, okay, I want a million dollars by the end of next year. Like what? How does that even happen, right? We have to think about who is that person that is claiming in that a million dollars, right? We're creating an idealized self, that avatar, if you will, um, and model. And I really want you to all think about, and you can even stop this podcast to actually do this activity on the spot or come back to it and make a note, is that 
I want you to start creating your idealized self avatar. So your higher self avatar, who she is, what she's doing, what you're calling in specifically, right? And what is she evolved around, right? What is she surrounding herself with? The people, the things, the environment, the time, right? All of those super little details matter here when you're creating this avatar of your higher self that actually lives within you. But I want you to think about who this is and with what you're trying to change and create and emulate, um, I want you to think about what this person is. How is she living her life? Who is she embodying? What are the things that she admires and is passionate about, right? You guys get the point, I think. So when you can have that avatar done and set, that's when you can start thinking about, okay, what needs to change in my current reality in order for me to embody this new, higher, idealized self? The next part of this is I want you to think about what are the things that you want to change in your life that you aren't happy with right now? What are the things that you want to call in and desire and claim and manifest in your life right now? When you can get really crystal clear on what you are trying to call in and manifest and what you're trying to change, I want you to then reverse engineer where you are right now to get you to where you want to be. And something that is so powerful that has really dramatically changed my life is getting into a right state of being. So the right state of being is having that specific manifestation or intention and thinking about it and really reclaiming it, right? Pulling it in closer to us. Like I am just similar where I have an avatar. I have that higher self that I'm always striving to be that is really all within us, but we just need to like tap into it. And when you have that avatar that you're striving towards, those specific qualities, things you want to call in, that's when you can change your state of being. That's when you can say, okay, this is what I want. What do I need to give up or change in order to become this new version of myself? We have to truly think about, and this is why it's so hard to change, is that we have to be willing to let go of this past version of ourselves. I think for so many people, including myself at times, that is the hardest part. Because when you want something and you want to change your lifestyle, you are calling in something specific. You want to be the creator of your life. Enough is enough. That's when you are able to change. That's when you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I ready, willing, and able to let go of this version of myself? What is no longer serving me? Because when you are able to say, I'm putting myself first, I'm putting my desires, my dreams, my goals, my ambitions first, and I'm ready to let go of the people, of the things, of the belief systems, of that old paradigm that is no longer serving me go, 
that's when you're going to step more into that creator. And since we're on the topic of change, something that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about is the gap. The gap is when we think that we need to be something in order to receive and achieve happiness. We think that everything in our external world is actually giving us that fulfillment, that satisfaction, that happiness. It's actually how we appear versus who we actually are. Okay, so let's talk about how we appear. This is the identity you project into the outer environment. It's who you want others to think that you are. It's the facade and it's ideal for society and the world. Who you actually are underneath that is how you actually feel, who you really are, and how you are on the inside and it's ideal for you. This is something that has been so... I think challenging for me personally because often we all grow up in a society where we are expected to be a certain way, right? We are expected to do certain things. Breaking away from expectations and society norms is uncomfortable, right? Like we're so conditioned, going back to that word, conditioned and programmed to live a certain way, to have a certain outcome, to get married by this certain age, to ultimately have children at a certain age, right? Or you're wrong if you don't want to have kids. All these things, right? We're reconditioning our mind. This comes directly back to that gap because we create an identity. And our identity is created from our environment. It's attached to our environment. It's how we want to be perceived, And that is so important to acknowledge within all of us because if you are not showing up authentically, you can't be willing to change because when you're willing to change and think greater than your environment, guess what? You're stepping deeper into who you are versus the identity that you want to appear as. And then we're unconsciously looking for ways to validate and to get us out of our misery, to numb us from the emotions and the pain and the discomfort and the dissatisfaction of where our life actually is. Think about social media, for example. When we're having a crappy day or maybe we're just not in the best mood, we just go on social media. It's so mindless now. But actually what you're telling yourself and feeding yourself is that I want to numb out. How many times have you heard time heals all or just keep going, keep moving through? It will heal. You'll forget about it. No, you're not going to forget about it. And when you're trying to be a creator of your own reality, that's taking ownership for what you feel, diving into those emotions and actually being present with them and not trying to numb yourself out. Because when you finally wake up to that space of, I am ready to change, I am meant for more, I want to be and take ownership of this life that I'm living, that's when your soul begins to wake up. That's when you start questioning, what am I meant to be doing in this life? What is my purpose? What is God? What is religion? What is higher self? What is the universe? What is healing? We start to open our mind 
to all of these new curiosities because we're so sick of living that same reality that we were in. All of these type of questions just begin to overwhelm ourselves because we're starting to realize that nothing is actually going to create our own happiness. For so long, I thought that by dating around, by having these guys on the side, it was actually fulfilling me and and giving me that validation and that security of love. But then I realized I was left empty-handed and I still was unsatisfied. I was craving connection. I was craving love. And when I started to realize and wake up to... (sighs) No one is going to create this for me. I need to love myself first before I can look with it from somebody else. And that's the ultimate realization of being creative of your life is acknowledging that no one is going to fix the way that you feel. No one is going to induce the way that you really crave to feel. The only person that can change is you. The only person that can give you everything that you desire, love, happiness, fulfillment, passion, creativity, connection, unconditional love, is you. So until you start to wake up to the fact that no one can come save you, And that you are responsible for your healing. You are responsible for the way that you feel in ultimately creating your own life and making the right decisions for you. You are going to continue living in this cycle of living for others' expectations for that external validation. Oh my gosh, that just, oh my gosh, I just feel so passionate about taking ownership of the way that we feel because, and that's why I honed in and got so passionate there for a second because if we are not taking ownership of what we're feeling and ready to change and ready to wake up, then we're going to be continuously living in those cycles. So leading into survival versus creation thinking and this is something that is important too because we have to start being aware of how we are talking to ourselves what we are actually saying when we're in certain situations so when we talk about survival so survival mode is living in constant stress whether that be stressed about money stressed about your body stressed about your environment, stressed about not having enough time to do something that you want to do. When you're constantly inducing cortisol and you're constantly living in your negative feelings and your thoughts, you cannot become a creator of your reality because you're constantly thinking about the future or the past that's creating those negative thoughts. So you have to think bigger than this survival mode thinking. We have to acknowledge that our bodies just don't know the difference between past and present and future. So it's up to you 
to be mindful of what you're telling yourself. Be mindful of how you are spending your thoughts, how you are spending your time thinking. It's constantly thinking about the materialistic of things. It allows us, actually puts us in a place of being less spiritual, less conscious, less aware, and less mindful. And Dr. Joe says specifically, living in survival causes us to focus on the 0.0001% instead of the 99.999% of reality. Most of us live in this negative space. We spend majority of our time thinking about the past or the future and constantly worrying. How can we actually grow and evolve and think greater than our environment if we are constantly worrying about the stressors that technically our mind is creating for us? We constantly put ourselves in scenarios that have not happened or replay scenarios just so that we can relive those sensations and emotions which is not healthy for us we're constantly inducing stress you guys and we need to learn to move through that to heal our wounds our emotions and be present with them so that We are not allowing them to just consume us and create depression, to create anxiety, to feel stuck in our situation and our reality. We have to learn to detach from our experiences, from our past, from our ego, because we have to think too, our ego is here to protect us. And while that can serve us, We have to learn discernment. We have to learn and acknowledge and be aware of, is this thing going to evolve me, to change me? Or is it going to keep me playing small and complacent in my life when I know deep down my entire being wants more? When you can start realizing and acknowledging What's actually going on there? That's when you can start to get into that creative thinking. And something I think about to get to this place of freedom is to forget about the people that you know. Forget about the problems that you have, the issues. To forget everything in your reality of what if this person starts judging me? What if this happens? What if this doesn't work out? And start taking away and detaching from our familiar experiences and emotions. Detaching from trying to predict a future condition or review a past experience. We have to get into a place of thinking and dreaming greater than how we feel and actually desire to be in the unknown from your present. And that's my next space of getting into a state of being to stop thinking and doing and be. It's so important that at this place of awareness that we've probably all created at this point is getting to a place of thinking bigger, of dreaming harder, of removing this limitation that you're put on yourself, these internal belief systems that are not serving you. 
It's starting to become more aware and getting back to those questions of asking yourself, what do I want in my life if nothing could go wrong? If I could remove this judgment or this expectation or these these limits, these rules that maybe unconsciously have been placed in my mind, what would I want? How would I live? When you can start answering those questions, you are actually breaking that ceiling that you've put on yourself. You're actually starting to think greater of the possibilities of what can happen. What can happen? And in order to get to that place of continuously breaking that ceiling, that cap, you have to acknowledge that you are who you are because of what you believe about yourself. So take that moment and think about what you believe about yourself. How can you think greater than yourself? And getting into that state of being requires us to have an elevated emotion, a specific intention, and allowing ourselves to become that emotion. We have to think greater than what we are feeling. So this goes right back to embodiment. This goes right back to knowing and acknowledging that our minds and our bodies don't know the difference between our past and our future. So if that's the case with negative scenarios, let's do that with a positive scenario because you are what you attract and what you are consuming and what you are telling yourself will be your reality. So if you want something, you want to be a creator, you want to start calling in and manifesting a specific intention or desire. Let's use a job, for example, because that's probably the easiest thing we all can relate to, wanting a better job, wanting to make more money. And we might think internally, well, mm, I don't really know if I feel capable or worthy of that. And then we start telling ourselves that story. And then we start realizing and maybe maybe attracting jobs that only we feel, quote, quote, safe in or worthy of making it's really finding those patterns there you guys and creating that state of being is elevated emotion specific intention and creating that state of being for what you are trying to attract into your life and that's where you can start being the creator of your own reality so I want you to think about the things that you want and what you can think greater of, like I just said. So when you can get to a place of putting yourself in that position to call in something bigger than yourself, start getting those sensations, those feelings, that embodiment of like, what would this feel like if I got a six-figure job, for example? It might feel scary, but like if you could push past that, what would it feel like? And literally start thinking of every specific emotion what you'd be doing on that day of accepting your offer letter what you'd be doing with those people who would be there for you to support you through that how would you feel and your body will start to respond and when you get that elevated emotion that's when you can start creating your life that's when you can start you're opening your mind and moving past that ceiling. And we have to realize that we are our only limitation in our life. It's not getting a new job. It's not 
getting more education. It's not getting a new certification. It's not this. It's not that. It's actually our belief system that holds us back the most. So that's when you can get out of that survival mode and start getting into that creation mode. So then therefore, you are in a new state of being to call in what you want in your life. So that's when you will become a creator of your reality. That's when you will shift your paradigm. That's when you will shift your state of being and start desiring more for your life and actually feel freaking worthy of more of your life. You have to put yourself in positions to be seen in that in that way. You have to put yourself in positions to think greater than yourself. Put yourself in a room with people that are smarter than you so that they can show you what is possible. You have to be ready to shed that old version of yourself, to get rid of things and people that no longer serve this version of you to elevate, to grow, to expand. I am no different than you. But I know what's different about me is that I thought bigger than myself. And that's why I felt I could create a company, that I could live an unconventional life and be so fulfilled and happy where I can shift myself from focusing on all this doing and these expectations when I reach a certain age to actually loving who I am right now and taking my time and actually getting to know who I am and stripping that gap of the identity that I want other people to see me as into the truth of who I am and what I feel and what I want for my life. It's up to you to change. But I promise you, when you start getting to that state of being and you start putting yourself in positions to be a leader, to be a creator of your own reality, you will attract people and opportunities and things into your alignment and you are going to wake up to holy shit I am a creator of my life and the more that I start trusting myself and stepping deeper into my authenticity the more that I continue to prove myself that it is all in my mind and that I can become who I want to be and live the life I desire to live. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.